Uh, I figured you can get on really quick, so I didn't jump on anything. Okay, we're recording now. Yay! <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, Brasky? Oh, so... Now that you finally got around to watching Venom, now we can discuss it in all its either glory or failure. You know me, dude. <laughs> okay, so what did you think? What did you think about it? I thought it was cool, dude. I thought it was really awesome. You didn't find anything wrong in it whatsoever? No. I could tell you, like, why people think it's wrong. I'm pretty sure you think the same reason, but... I think, honestly, the only thing that I didn't like about it, which isn't even a complaint, I was just sad, uh, that there's a uh, Spider-Man cameo, but... Technically, there was. It just wasn't the one we wanted or expected. Well, like, Tom Holland wasn't in it. That's yeah. Well, I mean, we'll save that for when we get to the spoilers about it. So, uh, fair warning to you guys listening to this right now. Uh, we are going to go into great detail and spoil, you know, some major plot points in the film. But, so, there wasn't anything in particular, like, the like there wasn't anything that just really was like, ah, oh, that wasn't really for me. Or, you know. No. no, I thought it was really cool. Okay, as, okay, so if you were to rate it, uh... 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, for real? I have no problems with it, dude. When it comes to any Marvel movie, like I said, the only problem I had with it was Spider-Man with it. But mm. it wasn't even like a complaint, it's just pretty much new Spider-Man was gonna be in it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like I know most people like like the, the really big comic fans and like really big movie like critics and stuff. Like a lot of people are saying it's a good movie, but what like people are complaining about is the beginning. They said that they didn't like how it took so long for him to become Venom. Yeah, I've been hearing but a lot about if that you think too. About Iron Man. How long into the movie do you actually get a suit? True, but then even the same at thing could be said for, for the... At least 45 minutes. At least 45 minutes for Iron Man to get a suit. Was it really? <laughs> Look it up. Look it up, bro. Well, because even when he gets his... When he gets his first suit, he doesn't even really, like, actually get his first suit. He's in that little prototype that he made to get out yeah. of the fucking cave. Which, I loved Iron Man. Iron Man was amazing, too. Iron Man was cool. I mean, it was... I loved Iron Man because it was, like, the first big Marvel movie. Because aside from X-Men... X-Men... If it wasn't for X-Men, we wouldn't have the Marvel movies that we have today. But, you know... Uh, but if you think about it, the first X-Men movies... I, I rewatched one, the first one, not too long ago. And it's really not that great. At least to me, it's really boring. It's yeah, really but, super slow pace. I watched all of them up until I saw first class. I don't know if I saw the second first class, and then I know I saw up until. Oh, I'm talking about the original X Men, not the first class series and stuff like that. I'm talking about. But no, the I know. Like I see that's what I'm saying. I seen them all like up until the current. Um... The, the apocalypse with the four horsemen. Oh, that was so that bad. One. That one. Was like bad. That, that's pretty much where I stopped right before all of that. But I seen all of them up until then. I'm like, that actually wasn't my favorite movies, but they were cool. Yeah, they're I, they're I don't cool. Pause them. They just were my favorite uh, heroes. Mm. So, okay, what? A, okay, so you would give it a ten out of ten. Like, by far, Venoms I, I, deserves a 10 I just have no, like, I'm not a person that sits there and rates movie by number. I just think if it's good or not. So, like, mm -hmm. I have no complaints. So, like, I don't know why I would give it less than a 10. So, is it because you're able to suspend your your disbelief? Because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, I feel like this movie really is, like... Like, I hate to make me so harsh because I'll... Okay, just to say I enjoyed the movie. I didn't think it was the best movie ever. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I really feel like I don't know if it's because of the director or the writers. I really honestly feel like the writers thought like you hopefully the audience will suspend their disbelief for a good portion of this movie. And what I mean by saying that is that like a lot of what they do in that movie is like you really got to like <laughs> suspend your disbelief in, in, in some of the like the big points of the film. Like for instance, like this guy 
the main villain, he's like this, he's sort of like Elon Musk, if you will. He's sort of like an Elon Musk character. And he is actually based off of a character from the comics under the same name and everything. Um, and he owns the corporation Life, who he's trying to like find like an infinite resource for the earth because he feels like you know we're running out of time and the earth's gonna end whatever he has good intentions he's just a bad he's just doing whatever he can to get at him but like what i mean by like the scene where uh he's on the motorcycle and um (laughs) he has the technology but he decides to use drones and the drones are like flying at him and they explode why couldn't the drones just like shoot something why is it that they like this is supposed to be a guy that he's not, he doesn't want anybody to know that you know he's he has ulterior motives and he's corrupt in trying to get what he wants to get done yet he uses drones that have the corporation logo on them that says life and he's just flinging them at Eddie <laughs> I just I kind of that kind of like that shit kind of just the only reason why it gets me out of disbelief and I sit there and it doesn't ruin the whole movie for me, but it just makes me feel like the writers or the directors just make me feel like the, they expect they think the audience is stupid. And I find that kind of insulting. And see, I that idea didn't even cross my mind once when I was watching the movie. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I just. I'm happy with the simple things in life, dude. Yeah. Like, I already know you probably think there's too much CGI at the end, because that's what, like, a lot of the creators See, the thing say. is, okay, there is... But I thought it was cool no. as fuck, the way the two uh, symbiotes were fighting. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Other, I'll, 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 be, I'll be honest I'll be honest on this part. I thought the fight was cool. I thought it was pretty cool to actually see Venom truly in action, unlike Sam Raimi's uh, Venom. And even Sam Raimi came out and said that he fucking hated the... He, he just had to do it because the studio was forcing him and he was under contract. He hated that movie. He hated working on Spider-Man 3. But anyways, I digress. Um, I enjoyed what I saw and I was okay with this CGI because obviously it has to be CGI. I mean, maybe they could make like practical effects when it came to that fight scene, but I highly doubt it would look good. So I'm okay when it's CGI like this. The reason why I wasn't okay with Black Panther's CGI fight scene was because it's actual two people that could have easily been in a suit. Like, I hate that. Like, that's that's what I hate. Like, they could have easily just, like, filmed it green screen style. Like, the Black Panther... I forgot the dude who plays Black Panther and... um. Michael B. Jordan, they could have had them in green screen set, actually in the suit and fighting each other, like at least making it look realistic. But instead, they opted for just completely CGIing that whole fight scene. And that's why I hated that because they, those are at least real people. Watching the movie, I like when I watch it, I'm not like, damn, dude, too much CGI. Like, why are they being lazy? Can't they actually make them fight? Like, I'm just looking like, whoa, oh, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, that's badass. Not like, I don't know, I'm more thinking of, like, how cool it is to actually see these heroes, like, in action, but I'm not sitting there like, oh, dude, something's wrong with that suit, it's not looking right, they're fighting, it's just so weak, they're not even hitting the right way, like, (laughs) I'm not even thinking about, like, why would I go into a movie, like, with these thoughts, thinking of, like, all right, what's the bad stuff that they're going to show me before I say if it's a good movie, like, I'm just more watching something that I like, and it really takes a lot for me to be like, oh, man, this movie sucks. So, what, okay, what is a – has there been any Marvel movie at all that you watch and you're like, man, I don't like this? No, I watched them all, dude. Even Thor Part 2? The Dark I've World? I've seen all Thor, yeah. I, like, I that could, movie was boring. Like, for me, I, I think we had this discussion already. If, like, if I don't rewatch it, then obviously that's my least favorite movie. Hmm. But, like, I'm not sitting there, and, like, I don't really have complaints about anything about the movies. Like, it was cool. I got to see Thor again fucking doing shit. I don't remember <laughs> much of the movie, but... There you go. There's my biggest complaint. I don't remember much of the movie. <laughs> it was the worst movie in the world because I don't remember it. Like, I don't know. That's my points i guess like i've seen all the marvel shows mm-hmm. for the most part like I'm, I'm almost done with uh not almost i'm about halfway done with daredevil oh yeah i totally forgot that came out i have to start watching that i've seen all, all the iron fist all the jessica jones 
fucking uh, Luke Cage, and that sucks that those two got canceled. Luke Cage got canceled as well? I seen Runaways, fucking, what else? I started watching Gifted a little bit. Fucking Cloak and Dagger is really good. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, the only Marvel show I really haven't seen is Agent Carter. I've seen, like, maybe one or two episodes, but I never finished it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I didn't like it, I just never finished it. Wait, so Luke Cage is getting canceled, too? Yeah, it's already canceled. Oh, shit, I didn't even know that. Damn, they had Which, a- like... You haven't seen the like the the last two seasons of those two shows that got canceled, but the way like they ended, it really seemed like, oh shit, something's good's gonna happen. Like, what's gonna happen next? Like, it really like made it seem like they had more shit coming your way. Well, I mean, I'm, I imagine they did have more shit planned. It's just they got canceled, so now they can't do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll probably write them in on the other shows that are doing well. Well, yeah, they said but... that they were. Well, the thing is, they, like, they weren't even doing bad. They, the seasons two for both of them was doing way better than their first seasons. The, the reason that they're saying they got canceled is because of uh, the creative differences. Really? Yeah, like, especially for Luke Cage. Like, do you care if I tell you what happened at the end? Or... No, I don't, I don't really care. Let's see, how can you credit all these movies about Marley? You don't even watch them all. Disappointed you. <laughs> Well, those are the shows. I, to be honest with you, I'm very like I'm even worse with shows. Like, I hate the saying that like sometimes I can give it a shot. Like, pretty much this is how I go when I when I watch a show. If the first episode doesn't really capture me like right then and there, then okay, that it's not really a good show to me. Like, I feel like because that's what made the network want to pick the show up was because the pilot. So the executives that are trying to pay for this fucking pilot, they don't literally know shit. They just care about making money. So for me, like when a show, when you tell me a show, you need to watch like a couple episodes to actually get the feel for the show. Okay. I can kind of get that. Cause sometimes, yeah, you have to. Cause like there's a show that I got really into that. I was like, man, this show's really fucking boring. But then it was Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, I think, like, at first, I didn't like it at first. Everybody was like, oh, man, Breaking Bad's so good. I watched it later on, like, earlier this year, and honestly, like, it was was cool, but it was, like, I thought it was going to be more about him fucking doing drugs. It's just, like, not doing drugs, making drugs. (laughs) It's just more about him dealing with him dying and his his family. Yeah, it's it's like that for the first season. Dude, it was like that the whole season. I watched them all, dude. Oh, I think, did you? Yeah, well, I fucking finished. Like, you know me, when I watch something, I'm yeah, gonna... Yeah, you finish Anything it. I do, I just... I like... I, I'm committed to it until the end. So, like, I saw it, and I, I like uh, Better Call Sal. Way better. It was... It was like, really? Just, I, 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 didn't like, I, I didn't like Better Call Sal. I actually thought it was kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, I liked it, man. But I guess that's where our differences come in from. But, like, see, for me, like, there's, uh, like, Ozark. Ozark, I got into, I haven't finished it yet because the second season, there's, like, a lot of, like, things that are going on which are cool and everything. But I feel like nothing has really happened where I'm like, fuck, dude, it's so good. <laughs> what? Nothing is just funny. But anyway, so I guess uh, we kind of diverged from the topic of Venom. But so we're going to get... You know, so this is a warning to you guys listening. If you haven't seen fucking Venom, go and watch fucking Venom right now. Then come back and listen to the rest of this episode because we're about to talk about spoilers. So spoiler warning, spoiler warning, fucking spoiler warning. We're going to talk about the spoilers. Okay. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) I was listening to another podcast and they kind of talked about like the same problem that i had with it and it was just like a lot of like the stuff like i get it it was just them trying to be funny because you can clearly see that and and tom hardy really did try to be funny and for the most part a lot of the stuff i thought maybe got a chuckle out of me but the part that it didn't it's not like it killed the whole movie for me but the scene where i think it was a when he finally turned into venom i think it was the first time when the SWAT team are going to his apartment 
but I think it's the where he goes into the water and he swims and his legs were like had been broken or something because I think he fell out of, of the building or he got run over by a car or something. Yeah. And and then he gets out and he lands on that buoy and he's like, "Oh my god, my legs were broken and now they're not broke." <laughs> I thought that part was so stupid. <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool. You thought it was cool. <laughs> like, I, I, I really don't have any negative things to say. So about the, all the movie. jokes landed for you. You never thought like you didn't roll your eyes at one of them saying like, ah, oh, that was kind of cheesy or stupid. All the jokes no, landed for you. I don't go into that mentality thinking of that. Like if something doesn't make me laugh, I'm all like, oh. Fucking stupid joke couldn't even make me laugh. I wasted my like. I just, <laughs> I just don't even think about it. Like, like that's just. I don't know. I don't sit there and think so, about everything so, they're saying and really like make sure it's worth my money. Like, so you don't even see. You don't even feel like as if it's like, like, like just. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. Like, you enjoy the movie. And stuff like that, and not like I'm not saying that like it kills the whole movie for me. It's just more like you don't feel like it's fatigue a little bit. Of, no, uh, so like okay, see that's the thing about you and me. The difference is you're more worried and concerned and always remembering all the bad stuff that you didn't like about the movie. But I'm just like, dude, I thought it was cool because you actually got to see like in the battle at the end how the two venoms were intertwining and fusing. Oh yeah, that part was the shit out of each that other. was actually a pretty cool shot. I thought it was cool though, in the uh, in the beginning when he like not beginning more like the mid when he got when he actually became venom. Mm-hmm. The shit he was doing like when he was riding the motorcycle and they were shooting him in the back, like it was so cool how he fucking shot one of his little fucking arms out pulled a door off and put it behind him to kind of block. Like, it was just cool to see the little stuff that they were doing with his abilities. Yeah, like, yeah. When they shot all the guns at him and he, like, used the symbiote as a shield, it didn't deflect it or anything. It just sucked up the bullets. And when he, when he put the symbiote away, the shells just dropped down. Like, all that little stuff that they are doing, it's just like seeing the comics, but actually in real life. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's the stuff that I'm more like, this movie's cool, not like, he made a stupid joke, and that's all I could think about. <laughs> what do you like, think? What'd that's you... the biggest difference. <laughs> okay, so it's because, like I said, for me, like take for another a good example of like the the writer or the director or both are really hoping that the audience suspends their disbelief when, like, for instance. Eddie Brock, after he just talked to um, the owner, what what is the owner's name of the Life Corporation? Did you do you happen to remember? Because I can't remember; it just slipped my mind. The one who's playing uh, Riot. Yeah, yeah, the guy who's who ends up being the villain, Riot. I can't know. I don't remember if it's his real name or actual name, but isn't it like Roz or R A Z? That's his real name. Okay, okay. But who cares? Whatever. <laughs> we kind of get the we kind of get the idea. But like, okay. So like I said, back to what I was saying about the whole suspend your disbelief was like okay. So Eddie Brock goes back with uh, Jenny Slate's character, who um, is the scientist girl who's been working on with this evil corporation already, and she goes back to Eddie Brock, and she takes him back to the life um, facility. And here's where I mean by another. I, I obviously you're gonna disagree with me because you'd be like, I didn't focus on that. I didn't really care about that. I just thought it was funny or I thought it was cool. But it's like for me, it's like I hate that because I feel like the director and writer are basically saying, oh, "Well, the audience is stupid. They're not gonna get. They're not gonna really think about this." Which maybe it they maybe they are thinking that way, or maybe it's just me being cynical and thinking Sony, that they're thinking that Sony's way. Sony's just always been that company to hold people's hands. You think so? Yeah, like that's what you're talking about. They're making you feel stupid. It's like they're really like everything is how like they like hold your hand through everything. Uh, I get, I get, well, if you can see so that, like, then okay, then that makes me. That's feel why better. like I'm not like oh, they're making me dumb. <laughs> I don't see it that way. Just, <laughs> like cool, I understand the movie. Like I like I am more complacent if I don't understand the movie. So. Well, what's a movie that you saw that you felt like Batman vs Superman? Okay, okay, dang, you're quick to say that. Well, because we've had this discussion like fifty times. Like you asked me what movie I don't like, I really don't like, 
And I seen that whole movie, but it was confusing and boring. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know why that is, and I find that so sad because Christopher Nolan's Batman's were like really good. And I love all the DC shows for the most part. Uh-huh. Like they make great TV shows. I love them. So it has nothing to do with like I'm a bias over uh, Marvel. It's like I watch all the DC shows except uh, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I watched like two two and a half seasons of it, but I couldn't finish it. But yeah, like their TV shows are good. It's just their movies like. I don't know. They always just seem rushed, and like especially Batman vs Superman is just all over the place. Yeah, it's just really, really rushed. Because if you t- if you take a look back and you actually watch like, um, The Dark Knight and Batman Begins, if you compare those to Marvel and DC films, they're completely different. Like Christopher Nolan directed, and what he envisioned is completely the opposite of what. Marvel movies and even DC films now are are filmed like because if you look at the practical effects that he has there's hardly any CGI in that movie there is CGI in his movies and I'm not saying that his films are better for it but I'm just saying if you were actually to like sit side by side two screens one side is the dark knight and then the other one is like Batman versus Superman you can tell they're completely different movies they should have just like as much as it probably they didn't want to do that is because you like always what we said whenever we discuss about like marvel versus dc it's because you can obviously blatantly tell that wb just wanted to play catch up to marvel and so they, yeah, that's they pretty much they did for their movies yeah and they basically copied like i don't want to say they copied the look per se because I'm pretty sure the purists out there, the fucking fanboys that, if they happen to stumble upon this episode, they'll probably be like, "Well, uh, actually, uh, um, DC came out first, then Marvel, so uh, Marvel technically copied uh, DC, actually." So I'm pretty sure they're going to be saying that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking not about like comics. I'm talking about the movie franchises. You can obviously tell the look and everything, the costume design. They're trying to capture what Marvel basically is the trendsetter. And they're basically just trying to do that. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how much of a diehard fan you are. And that's not even just because I'm a Marvel fan. If DC actually was putting out better movies... Because I'll even say this. I'll be honest. I feel like Christopher Nolan's, especially just The Dark Knight, just The Dark Knight film alone is, I feel, better than the majority of... I like some The Dark Knight. Of, yeah. I but I feel like... That movie right there, The Dark Knight, is something that every mar- like every comic book movie should look at and say, like, hey, we should try to be kind of like this. There, there, were, It was serious in tone, but there was jokes, and it wasn't too much of, of the jokes for me. It was just like everything was just right about that movie. And I feel like, honestly, The Dark Knight is one of the, the best comic book like films out there, and I feel like it's a better than a lot of, like, some of the Marvel movies that have been coming out. No, yeah, that was really good. I, I liked it. I had no complaints about those either. Yeah. <laughs> I had no complaints. Dude, I was super excited when they said they were going to do a Flashpoint movie. Oh, yeah. What happened? Did. Yeah, they never did. They just stopped it. Like, the thing about DC movies is their animated films are so good. They're dark, violent, and just fucking action-y and amazing. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the movies, they can't make them that way for some reason. And that's what I was really excited for Flashpoint because I, I was watching the, the animated film. When I, again, when I heard that they were going to make an actual movie, I was like, dude, I love that Flashpoint movie itself. Mm-hmm. The anime. Do, uh, do, do you think you're going to be checking out uh, Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of the Joker? Do you think you're... Are you somewhat excited? Are you curious? Or is it just because you have that bad taste in your mouth from all the DC films that you have seen? You're just... You're probably going to watch it like when it comes out on video or something? Yeah, I'll probably watch it, but not like in, on video and stuff, but... I'm, I, don't, I don't think about that movie. Like, it's not even like, on your radar? Yeah, like... Like, I, I don't really know much about Joker, so, like, that that mask, that, like, that, that face painting he has. Yeah. Like, if I didn't know that that was, like, supposed to be Joker, I, like, to me, that's just, like, 
abnormal clown. You were the unknown? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I thought on my radar. Like, I'm interested. Like, I'll definitely probably watch it later on. Uh-huh. But I'm not, like, excited, but I'm not, like, oh, that movie's going to be boring. Like, I'm just like, oh, like, cool. something else to watch. But, yeah, it's not on my radar. I'll be honest. It's kind of on my radar. And... I don't want to get my expectations too high because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be disappointed, especially because I'm really critical of the movies that I watch and the shows that I like. So pretty much I'm probably going to be disappointed <laughs> because I'm just so overcritical. But I'll be honest, I got super hyped for it when they released the first look of Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker like makeup and everything. Because I, I don't know what it is. Like I feel like if you have good music, if you have good uh like dialogue and film that's why i love quentin tarantino films because quentin tarantino i don't know what it is about him he just knows how to like just make a fucking like scene when it comes to his dialogue like take for example inglorious bastards that whole bar scene is just like a really like if you want to talk about like good like dialogue in a film watch that bar scene because that bar scene is like one of the best fucking like cinema like pieces ever i feel like it's like a masterpiece what other movies does, does he did he make because i saw glorious bastard mm-hmm. and like the only thing that i didn't like about his movies mm-hmm. is there's too much dialogue like, yeah that... like in glorious bastard i thought it was gonna be like full-on fucking oh actiony action and, like it wasn't the worst movie but it's definitely mm-hmm. not my favorite movie but it was cool no, just, yeah, he, he all the dialogue bores the fuck out of me. That's the <laughs> shit that really bores me. Yeah, that's the thing that's gonna suck for you is Quentin Tarantino is he's an actiony guy, and when the action goes, he knows how to make the action go. But his movies are more like dialogue and and like like the scene and the character building, which is why I personally like Quentin Tarantino is one of my favorite directors. And if I have ever made it as a director, I would love to make a movie with him. So if Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> if you hear this, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but um no like big fucking audiobooks then <laughs> like it was all dialogue shit no like i said like the glorious bastard was cool i, I had no problem with this it. that shit bores me when it's just dialogue the whole time yeah yeah there and i i won't lie and glorious bastards wasn't a perfect film there was a lot of scenes that i thought were they were necessary in the sense for the storyline and the plot wise but a lot of them didn't necessarily have to be there or he could have like sped them up a little bit more like for instance a scene i don't know if you remember the movie too much but where michael myers for some fucking reason made a cameo in the movie <laughs> as the fucking british uh, general i think he was or sergeant I remember that. That's funny. yeah they're like drinking whiskey or scotch or something and it's with michael fassbender the guy who plays magneto in the yeah. recent x-men yeah but it's that scene like i felt like ah, i guess that's kind of cool and i thought i was like hey that's michael myers that's cool He's not Shrek, but, um, like, he was there, and I felt like that scene was a little unnecessary, but it, it was necessary, and I felt like it wasn't necessary only because it was just to further drive the plot. But anyways, back to the spoilers of Venom. So that, that whole scene, um, <laughs> it, it's just, like, I don't know, because I don't, like, honestly, if I was to rate Venom, I would probably give it, like, a 7 out of 10. Yeah. And it's only because I don't like for a movie to, like how you said, hold your hand. I don't like that. I don't like where a movie has to hold your hand. I don't like where they feel like, hey, well, the audience is stupid. They're just eating their popcorn and enjoying it. Which, yes, I guess for the majority, they are. But for me, it's like, I just don't like that. Like, back to like when uh, Eddie Brock is taken back to the life uh, facility. He's walking around this is supposed to be like a high-tech level corporation, yet there's no security cameras that can spot him. And they have like, what, two like security guards just roaming the facility. None of them would have seen Eddie Brock on the cameras because he's walking around like normal. He's not sneaking or anything. He's just walking around. Yeah. And like that, I was, it didn't really bother me too much, but it was enough to like make me aware of it. Like, well, couldn't they have just seen him on like the security cameras, you know? But then, honestly, but, like, I, I honestly didn't even think about that. But maybe just the specific area that he was in, because they tend to kill a lot of people there. Maybe they. Oh, oh, that is a good point. Fair but point. I'll I, give like, you that. Again, I don't think about that stuff. No, but see, that's that's actually a good. That's a good counter argument, though. That actually that kind of makes me feel like okay, yeah, that's actually a good fair point. I could believe that. 
See, see, it's things like that. Having like a dialogue like that that can make me feel better about it. We're like, oh, okay, maybe they were hoping that people would think that. So that's actually I didn't see. I didn't think about that. Um, go over there to take pictures when she could easily just take pictures on her cell phone and send it to him. Oh yeah, that is very true. <laughs> that's what I thought you were gonna say. I didn't even think about, see, there's different things that we didn't think about. I didn't think about that. That's a very fucking good point. She could easily just send him text pictures. Huh. Technology. The future is now. <laughs> that is a fucking good point. But maybe she just wanted more screen time. So they probably had that originally, but Jenny Slate was like, no, this is my first fucking Marvel movie. I'm going to be in here. Yeah. And she dies. I know. What about her kids? They never even talk about it again. They're just hoping, like, you forget about that she had kids. Because she even said, she, she even says, like, I don't want this to get any worse. I have kids to think about. Nope. Doesn't matter, bitch. You're dead. Like, <laughs> they just show her body there on the ground, like, like nothing. And it sucks because I like Jenny Slate. I think she's awesome. I love her little Jew nose. <laughs> no, I just I like how uh, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> oh yeah, you play Carter. Yeah, I, I thought he was kind of goofy, but I'm interested to see because it, it doesn't give you enough time to actually see what he's gonna bring to the character. But I thought it was a little goofy, and you could clearly tell his wig was like a wig. Oh yeah, well, like in the, <laughs> like, in the comic, he wears a wig. Yeah, I know he wears a wig. But like that's why, like when I saw him in his hair, I was like, oh. Oh, that's just awesome. It's just so looking. Yeah, I, I, and it's Woody Harrelson. That's see, why. See that? That's a good. That, see, that's a good example of like. <laughs> that's a good example of like taking something from the comics and putting it in there, and maybe some like for instance, like you were like, "Oh man, that's so awesome!" And I'll give them that. It is awesome to to show that they pay attention to the source material and show that hey, uh, fucking uh, what, what's his name, Cl Clayton. Uh, like, yeah, it's like Clay, Claw, 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 Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy, Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, so Cassidy, who is Carnage in the comics, actually wears a wig, and and they actually brought that into the film. Which and it's funny too because the the podcast I was listening to, I don't think they were aware that that he the actual character from the source material, the comics, actually wears a wig because they just fucking just kept talking about the wig they're like could you tell he was wearing a wig it was a wig <laughs> like that's what like that guy carnage that person in the in the comics he is just the image of fucking crazy serial killer yeah because he's a serial killer and like just showing him looking like that like i could go serial killer if you want like it's just <laughs> like dude like this guy uh i'm excited for him <laughs> did you say like he was saying that like uh what's his name uh the actor uh woody harrelson did, did you think he he said that like when he got on set like i could go serial killer if you want <laughs> he's probably like <laughs> smoking a fucking joint while he's saying like he's getting into because you know fucking woody harrelson's known for smoking weed yeah, <laughs> it's fucking funny. He's just on set, like all fucking, just super high. Like his in the comics, Carnage's first kill. Do you know how, like what his first kill is? No, I don't remember. Like this guy is just so psychotic. He decides, I'm gonna go into a phone book, and he spends several days looking for one name on there. Any random name, he finally found, finds a name, and he goes and kills that guy. And he, says, and he tells the guy, the reason I'm killing you is because I spent so many days looking for the phone book, and I found your name, and it's the dumbest name ever. So you <laughs> my first kill. I really hope that they do that in the next <laughs> film. And then, like, supposedly in the comics, him and Eddie were in uh, prison or mental asylum together, and then he was about to kill Eddie... But the symbiote broke him out just in time, and they left a, a little resin of the symbiote on the cell, and that's how he became Carnage. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know how true that is. I know there's always different spins. Yeah, because there's different arcs and stuff. Because the one that I remember was that the way he became Carnage was that he was a psychopath, uh, serial killer. Um, I think the Life Corporation needed... They kind of took that plot of how it is in the in the movie where they're using homeless people but instead they're using yeah. prisoners for testing and they just yeah. happen to use Car um, um, Cassidy and that's how he becomes Carnage is like because you know how they say you have to be a perfect match 
Yeah. Yeah. But see, the th- here's another big thing that I was like, what the fuck? Like, whatever happened to that? So here, here's a maybe it's a plot hole, maybe it's not. But there was that scene in the film where um, Eddie Brock, um, Tom Hardy's character, is like, I feel really sick. I think there's something wrong with me. So then they, the his ex wife, fucking his ex fiance. I mean, yeah. T- like he's dating a doctor guy. Okay, he's giving her the D and shit. But like for some reason, him and Eddie are like best bros for some reason. I don't really care. That's not a big. That's not my problem. What my problem is is so he takes him to the doctor. He's like, hey, I'll you know I'm a doctor. I'll, I'll fucking check you. You know, check you. And so they fucking put him in the the cat scan, but he can't take it because. Just like the comics, loud noises are bad for the symbiotes. Yeah. So anyways, but when they do get like a scan, somewhat of a scan, they're like, hey, you have a parasite. And he's like, oh shit. But then the voice in fucking Eddie Venom's fucking voice is like, no, I'm not. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> that part was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. I, I got yeah, a chuckle uh, out of me. I, I love like how him and Venom were talking to each other, uh-huh. but like no one could hear what Venom was saying. Yeah, so only, like, they only hear Brock. Yeah. Dude. Oh, no, that show's cracking me up. The, the part that made me chuckle, though, the part that made me chuckle is um, when Venom tells him, like, just jump out the window. And pussy. He, yeah, yeah, he's like, <laughs> pussy. He's like, that part Dude, made me laugh out loud. I was really shocked that, you know, because it's a PG-13 movie, they, they didn't let it be rated R. Yeah, yeah. But they let him say pussy and fuck. He <laughs> so said I just fuck? It, he said fuck. When? I can't remember what part. I think it was more towards the end. He said fuck. For real? Tom Hardy said fuck. I'm almost 90% sure because me and Kristen were talking about it after we saw it. Oh, I, shit. Him, like, I can't believe they said pussy and fuck. And pussy's, only- pussy's okay to say um, to still be ready to peach Because believe it or not, fun fact, everybody, fun fact. So <laughs> you, can, you can at least leave this episode of the podcast knowing some knowledge about the MPAA. And if you don't know what the MPAA is, the MPAA is the Motion Picture Association of America. They're the ones that basically give the ratings to the films that we enjoy and watch. So <laughs> I was thinking of Namba. <laughs> Namba? You mean <laughs> Namboy Love? You fucking perv? <laughs> That's hot. I mean, what? Anyways, so the uh, Motion Picture Association of America, they're the ones responsible for the ratings. And it's not just some group of people. They they basically, so like, for instance, like, if you're walking in LA, okay, say you're enjoying your time, you fucking just picked up at a dispensary. There could be an MPAA associate standing outside that dispensary, walking up to you and say like, hey, would you want to watch a new film that has not yet to be released? And you could be like, oh, okay, sure, why not? I have time. So you go and watch it. It could be, it could have been Venom. It could have been, it's just a random movie. And they do not tell you what the movie is. For the sole purpose, so you can watch the film. They'll probably give you like maybe a little synopsis of what this movie is, what it's going to be. Yeah. But then you get to sit down in a movie theater that they own and you watch it. And you basically fill out like a paper and you, and basically off of what you like, like some of the shit that's on the paper will be like how many cuss words were in this film. Did any of the cuss words make you feel uncomfortable? Did any of the imagery or the violence, if there was violence, make you feel uncomfortable? And based off of what you said, they determine a rating off of that. Mm. So a film, you are allowed, even on TV, you are allowed, as long as your TV show is rated TVMA, you are allowed one fuck <laughs> per season. And you are allowed to say fuck once to, to still be rated PG-13. If you say fuck more than once, it is automatically a rated R film. Yeah, that's funny. So, fun fact, everybody. You learned something. Well, see, because uh, I signed up. I don't know if it's the same exact thing, uh-huh. but I signed up at the block, like, back in high school. Yeah. And every so often, I'll get emails still from them to go do a pre- uh, movie screening. And they give you a, a small synopsis of the movie, but they don't tell you the name of it because I don't have a name yet. Or they just won't tell you it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's the same thing. You go and, uh watch the movie it's usually like on a wednesday night so i never go because it's like dude, that <laughs> you gotta work yeah like that. <laughs> and it's always like at five o'clock on wednesday nights and uh yeah you, you fill out a little paperwork afterwards i never done it but i also did one where it's for trailers where i went to a place and watched a bunch of trailers oh i did that i did that one too i did because you got like 50 bucks i was like Fuck yeah, yeah. 
they gave they gave us like two dollars and like a sandwich. I was like, fuck yeah, I got a sandwich. I don't have to eat tonight. But um, we should go one night. Just when, when the next time you get one, just fucking call off. I'll call off and we can go watch. <laughs> I'll text. I always get them, dude. We should do it one night. Like we'll plan it like a few months from now. Like we'll make a thing of it. We'll get like super fucking high and just watch whatever movie it is and just like jerk it. I mean, um, we'll just watch the movie. <laughs> Uh, as soon as I get the email, <laughs> all right. Because who knows? We might be able to watch like. Uh, imagine we get to watch Avengers: Infinity War, the sequel, the next one. I mean, dude. Okay, did you see Ant Man too? No, I haven't seen it yet. Go. Okay, watch it. I feel like I. I, I, like, I, I told you I was watching it. Uh, check online. I have it. Oh, do you? Okay, I'll yeah. definitely watch. It. But I already saw like the the little um, post credit scene that ties into the Infinity War. Oh my god! <laughs> I saw it by accident. I tried to avert my eyes, but I, dude, I did everything I could to avoid any spoilers from Ant Man and Venom. I, I so the way I saw it was like on Instagram. So like the way I saw it was like I was going flipping through my feed, and you know how there's like some like joke videos where it's like it started off with some black guy dancing or something, and it said something yeah. like like when uh you just watched Ant Man two. And then you find out, um, then you see that one scene, and then it flipped to the scene. I was like, oh, man. I'm like, fuck it. I might as well just watch it. I've already seen most of it. But yeah, it's when you see the spoiler warnings again, but if you're already in the section, you fucking know spoiler warnings. So anyways, so you saw, you saw like, um, the the mom, I forgot her name, the mom, because they finally popped yeah. her out of the fucking whatever zone or Adam zone. The original, or the wasp. Yeah, the original wasp. Michelle Pfeiffer. She's still kind of pretty good looking for her old age. I'd fucking hit that shit. You love old ladies. I don't love old ladies. I just want That's to- just a, another discussion for another day. You like old ladies I just want to. I just want to taste that experience. You like them like you like wine. Uh-huh. I don't even like wine. <laughs> but, um... No, yeah, and then, like, basically when he's stuck in that zone... Is that why he's he wasn't there? For Is that is that explaining why he was no, like, no, he's trapped okay. in there? No, 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 so... Because he didn't get trapped in there until the snap happened. The reason they said in the beginning of both movies, yeah. the reason why uh, Ant Man and. Uh, Wait, they say that in Infinity Hawk, War? Why yeah. Ant Man's not there? And, Hawk, and Hawkeye aren't there is because they, they both made deals to be, to be under house arrest since they got families to worry about. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot you didn't see the beginning of Ant Man. But yeah, they did say that in uh, Infinity. But yeah, they also do a little reference back that he. The, on what happened a little bit with the civil war and how he ended up on house arrest. And... Wait, but, but so in infinity war, they actually give the reasoning why to Ant-Man and Hawkeye are not there or just. Yeah, because they're uh, on house arrest. What scene though? Because I don't even remember that. It should be in the beginning. Um, it had to do with the, with the captain America, Scarlet, Witch, and vision. Like I think when they were talking, I don't think it had anything to do with Iron Man talking to everyone else. I can't remember exactly what scene, but yeah, they do say that they were on house arrest or something. That's why they didn't show. That's why they they weren't here or something. Oh well, blow me down. I didn't even. But yeah, the whole movie, the Ant Man two, uh huh, it just takes place after Civil War, like right it, after. Pretty much, yeah. Well, not right after. There's time. Well, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they like, can't just you, you see the little time jump of how much time he has left on his uh, house arrest. Oh, okay. Like, that's pretty much how long you know it's been. Um, but it also literally ends where you where you saw that, like, end credit scene. Mm-hmm. It, where, the, where the film wraps up is where the Thanos snaps happens, pretty much. Oh, uh, okay. So, is that not the post-credit scene, or is that just... No, that movie? is the post-credit. That's the very post... That's the end post-credit scene. Oh, uh, okay. Are, are there any others? Um, I didn't see another... Uh, post-credit scene. I didn't look up to see if there's another one because I had a piece, so I left after seeing the fucking snap. <laughs> um, I saw the other... Well, I didn't see it, but I heard about the other post-credit scene for Venom. What's the other one? Uh, it was just uh, a little small clip of the Spider-Verse. Oh, movie. yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that's pretty I cool. didn't watch it, but yeah. How come you didn't watch it? I was surprised. I had a peek, but I didn't, I didn't know there was two fucking... What's it called? Oh yeah, it's basically like a whole fucking scene from the movie, 
Essentially. Yeah, it's like what they did when they showed the Ant-Man scene for the first time. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what it is, or no? No, you can tell me. I'm, I'm seeing that movie. I, I can't wait. I'm going to take the kids. So, it's been... Yeah, it seems like a good film to bring your kids to. So, if you have kids and you're a comic book nerd like us who both have children, why not take your child to there? Unless you unless you know you're, you're, you can't handle your fucking child and you can't keep them from talking or shutting up through the movie, then don't fucking take them. Especially if you know I'm going to be there. <laughs> Because that's like one thing too I'll ha- I hate about going to movies sometimes. And is the people who are on their phone. Why are you on your phone? Right. You're, you're watching a movie. Can't you just leave your phone alone for one minute? You don't have to see the likes you got on your Instagram post or your Facebook post. Just... You, you have know, to check your Tinder. I, God, yeah, I know. Like, seriously, like, I remember I went to go see... Uh, I think it was Jurassic World. Which, I, that movie's so fucking stupid, but I love that movie. I love it. It's a good movie. That was, that was awesome. And I'll be honest, this was the one time that, um, the, the movie, and it was funny because I, maybe it's because I just grew up watching Jurassic Park and I was such a huge fucking nerd for the original Jurassic Park movies because I loved the original Jurassic Park movie. I just remember the little dinosaurs eating people. Yeah, those that was in the second a one. Part two in the in the yeah. beginning of the Yeah, beach. the little girl gets <laughs> she didn't die, but she gets like fucked up by those little dinosaurs. But um what's it called? And it was funny because I didn't really have any complaints for um Jurassic World. The only one who had complaints was Yolanda. She she was like I was like, what do you think of the movie? And she's like, How the fuck could that could, have you seen Jurassic World? That's the one with Chris Pratt, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I see. Okay. The first, wait, wait. Is that the second one or the first one? That's the first of the new, like, reboot. Okay. Has the second one come out yet or no? Oh, yeah. It's already on DVD, dude. Blu-ray. Okay, I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I like I the first one. one. I had no problem with it. Yeah. I like Chris Pratt. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, Chris Pratt's awesome. I want to fuck him. I mean, what? And then, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> fucking, uh, so I asked Yolanda, I was like, what'd you think of it? And she's like, she just looked at me and she's like, how the fuck could that bitch run and be in heels the entire movie. I was like, that's your only complaint? And she's like, yes, that movie that movie was basically stupid to me because she's in heels the whole time. As a woman, you can't fucking be in heels the whole time. And I was like, okay, I guess. But yeah, that was like her complaint was that she was in heels. But then not only was that her complaint, I saw a lot of people actually, like mainly women, actually that was like their biggest complaint was like, this fucking bitch was in heels the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> see, I didn't even notice she was in here. Oh, you know, yeah, I too, might have yeah. while watching it, but like going back to the movie, like that's not one thought that crossed my mind. Like, man, I remember the part where that bitch ran in heels. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was for Yolanda. Dude, that's funny. But when I watched Jurassic World in the theaters, the, I I can't. Sp- think of any other time that the audience actually made the movie like more awesome except for watching like the star wars films uh-huh. but watching jurassic world there's like one dude that was like either he was like super fucking blazed out and just gone but he was having the time of his life because <laughs> there's like i don't know if you remember the scene but you know that huge out like the huge alligator fucking thing i forgot what the actual scientific name of the dinosaur is but it's the one that's in the ocean that like they beat yeah. it and it jumps out but it was at the scene at the end of the movie when the two t-rexes are fighting the Adominus rex and the fucking um t-rex the og t-rex nerd alert yeah. but like the og t-rex <laughs> and the, <laughs> the Adominus rex are fighting each other and the t-rex pushes the Adominus rex to like the tank where the fucking big ass alligator dinosaur is and it ah. jumps out of the water and as soon as it he like when it's building up to that moment he's like no no way but he's like super fucking loud about it he's like no 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 yeah he's like no way no way bro and all of a sudden it jumps out he's like yeah like super fucking loud and i was like god i wish i was like that guy is that happy yeah yeah i was like i wish i could be that happy and then I got sad because I'm so, so miserable. Just kind of think about the little things. And then that's, that's when I went home and I looked at my box with my gun and one bullet in it. And I was like, not, t- not today. Not today. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but, okay, let's go back to Venom. <laughs> so, uh, back to Venom. I don't even think I got to the to the point that I was making about the spoiler. Like, not the spoiler, but... 
Oh, fuck, there was, before we got to the whole when Venom said pussy thing. No, yeah. oh, anyways, here, yeah, now I remember. So back to when uh, Eddie Brock is in the hospital and they're talking about, oh, you have a parasite in you and it's killing you. Yeah. So they say that and, and they make it known in the earlier scenes of the film that if you are not a match or if you are a match, it still is eventually going to kill you. It's just if you're if you're more of a perfect match, it's just killing you just happens slower. If I'm not okay. mistaken, right? That that's something how. like that, yeah. Yeah, but then after, after um, after they talk about that, after they say, "Oh, hey, yeah, it's killing you," and then Venom's like, "No, I'm not," you know, then they never talk about it again. Like, is it still killing him? Like, will, are they going to bring that up again later? Is it going to be in the sequel? Probably, most likely, it's going to be in the sequel. But they never talk about it again. So maybe it's a plot hole. Because that's yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying because like. Because maybe, like, I just took it as, like, you either trust the doc or trust Venom at that point. Uh, you know, like, I'm saying, like, no, I'm not killing you. Yeah, yeah. But, but the doc just, based off what they seen, like, something's fucking wrong, you're dying. But, again, like, that's just how I fucking come to terms with things. I just, <laughs> I just make it like that. Like, so, that makes sense to me. So, essentially, what you're saying is that if you're going to go watch Marvel movies or just movies in general, <laughs> just... Leave logic at home because there's no logic. Logic, like, like I said, like when I'm watching that, like that's not something that I was thinking about during the movie. Like, oh no, I was. Is it killing him? I was just like, well, hopefully Venom's right. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking like, is it killing him? I was just, yeah. like, I was just thinking like, because like pretty much it was like after the movie when we were when I was waiting for like the post credit scene. Yeah, I was like, I looked over to Yolanda. I was like, what you think about it? And she's like, I didn't like it. I was like, oh, interesting, interesting. Why am I with you? No, I'm just, <laughs> no, joking. But no, she was like, she didn't really like it. She thought it was boring, and she thought she she. What Yolanda said was that they tried too hard with the jokes for her that she didn't like that. She thought some scenes were funny, but she felt like it was it was. She said it was like watching Batman versus no. Uh, she said it was like watching Suicide Squad. That there was like a lot of like, like too many jokes. And she didn't, see, she didn't and like I that. never finished Suicide Squad because I fell asleep. Yeah, Suicide Squad was bad. It was very bad. It was real bad. But um, <clears throat> but for me, when I, when we were sitting there waiting for the thing, I even told her I was like, I looked at her and I was like, well, didn't they say that Venom is killing him? And they never brought it up again. And then another thing too was that like Venom says he has to, you know, a perfect match is better because then he won't consume it. Oh no! But if you think about it, because now that I'm actually thinking about it more, didn't only the only reason why they're killing you is because if they don't eat food, they're gonna start consuming the host. Isn't that kind of what they said? Or at least I think so. That's why he was. That's why he needed to eat something. Yeah, that's, that's why. why like, he made the rule like, all right, you could eat people, but only bad people, because it's either like you kill me to survive. Or I let you eat other people, or you're just gonna do it anyways. Yeah, so like, let's draw the line here. Don't kill good people, maybe. Yeah, but honestly, that's the biggest difference between him and Carnage is Carnage is Eddie the Brock still has some kind of ethics and morals that he somewhat is able to deal with with Venom, even though Venom in the comics overall is pretty much a bad guy, but he does have his anti-hero moments. Carnage is pretty much a person that wants to do whatever the fuck they want doesn't matter what they're gonna do mm -hmm. but he has the actual power to do it and that's what makes it so different between him and Carnage and uh, Venom one has some kind of moral and ethics the other one has the power to play God and is gonna use it for his benefit yeah well good good for him like, to be honest with you as much as I had my problems with Venom. I still overall enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a decent movie. I didn't think it was going to be as good. And my only gripe with the fighting when it came down... Because there wasn't really a lot of fighting per se. And the fighting that was there was covered up a lot. And they did a lot of techniques that filmmakers do to try to like fool the audience member into thinking that there's a lot of action going on. Like For instance, one of the, one of the biggest things that filmmakers do to like make like action look more action-y... I guess in a sense is they'll do a lot of shaky camera and that one scene where he fights the uh the SWAT team 
and there's a bunch of smoke grenades. It's a lot of what you're seeing is covered for the most part. Mm. And so that's my biggest grab. I felt like, dude, we're getting venom, but then we're not really because he's covered up. And I hate that. And I think that they just did that to either cover up um, shitty like CGI or because uh, like a lot of the night scenes Venom's in. He's hardly ever during the day. And, yeah. and if you see the comics, he's in both day and night. Majority of the time, yes, Venom is during the night. Like he, he does come out. He's sort of like a fucking possum. He comes out during the night. But yeah. but for me, I felt like the movie, there wasn't really a lot that you could see him during the day or in a lot of light. Maybe that's just uh, me. No, I see. I see what you're saying. But, and I, but I think that's why I was so excited because like, you didn't really see like him, him, him fighting, but you got to see a lot of what his symbiote could do. And I guess that was their lazy way of fucking, you know, let's do some little cool tricks to, you know, make people happy and that way we don't have to do too much. So I could see that. But yeah. that's like what I really liked about it, just him using the symbiote in different ways, even though like he was only using it to, you know, reach out and grab something or to push someone away. I don't know. I just, for me, I was like, man, he, he's using his power, so. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, how they, like, covered a lot. Yeah. You can't really, really see him in action. Yeah, that that bothered me. I felt like that that bothered me a lot. Hopefully they learn from that and they don't do that in the sequel, which hopefully and probably inevitably will be a sequel. Because I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing Woody Harrelson portray Cassidy, and I hope it's going to be good. But I, what I, the only problem that I'm... I mean, it's not really going to be a problem, because, I mean... The writers are going to know what they're going to do, hopefully, with it. But I'm actually looking forward to Woody Harrelson because I like Woody Harrelson as an actor. Yeah. I just wonder what they're going to do. Like, I hope they bring fucking Spider-Man in to help him. I'm pretty sure they will. I hope they do. But what a, a theory that I've been hearing is, based off the movie, if you notice, everything kind of looks like it was either taking place... A, a little in the future, like a few years. So maybe that's why Spider-Man wasn't really mentioned because he's a older oh, he, Spider-Man. And this was in San Francisco, not yeah, in New yeah. York. And then, but if it was still technically in the Marvel Universe where everything is happening around the same time, then maybe there's no Spider-Man because he was snapped away. You know what I mean? So like, it just really depends oh, on, yeah, on how much they are keeping current. But then with the addition to the the Spider-Verse animated movie mm-hmm. and Venom not having the the logo, even though they said it had to do with, like, uh, signing rights and all that. But, like, people are saying that this could just be another, like, connection to their Spider-Verse that they're starting to make. So do you feel like... So do you feel like uh, the Spider-Verse thing might happen, like, where they're just going to show a bunch of different, like, alternate versions of spider-man from the different dimensions because of the spider-verse if it does well so we're solely resting on how well um spider-verse the what is the movie actually going to be called the spider-verse animated film ah i'll look it up right now i, I don't know why i want to feel like i want to say it's called enter the spider-verse i think so I'm like, <laughs> let's see. It's like it's like enter the matrix type of shit yeah i think it is enter the spider-verse is Spider-Man it? Into the Verse. Oh, okay, Spider-Man Into the Verse. So, hey, I'm kind of, kind of there, kind of there. Like, I, like I don't know. There's just so much stuff that, like, that they're showing, and you know, you got uh, Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, regular Spider-Man. They they showed fucking Spider Ham in there. <laughs> Spider Ham. Uh, Spider-Man Noir, which is fucking Nicolas Cage. The, Spider Spider Spider. What? <laughs> noir? noir? Yeah, no, I know Spider Noir. I have I have Spider Noir. It's gonna be Nicolas Cage. It's gonna be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I'm oh like, my god, that's his voice. Yeah, Nicolas Cage, Spider Man uh, Noir. Wow, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that's why, like, I don't know what is really gonna happen with this movie because they are adding a bunch of different Spider Mans in it. That's awesome. Different dimensions. Are they adding Spider Man 2029? I mean, yeah, 2029 is it or? The the red the, I know what you're talking about. The, that's uh, fuck. What's his name? It's a Mexican's name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of his name, but I know who you're talking about. Um, he might be because 
when I first 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 heard about the movie, you only saw uh, Spider Gwen, Miles Morales, and then regular Spider Man. Well, Miles Morales seems like he's the main protagonist. As yeah, because he got jumped into the other dimension. Nice. I believe that's what happened. But I don't know, dude. Is so- Tom Holland going to be in this at all? No, because the one who's playing Spider-Man is the dude from fucking uh, New Girl. New Girl? The guy the guy that played Nick. Jake uh, Johnson, if you know his name. Uh, was he the... Because I, I never really cared for that show. I just would watch uh, it every once in a while. He was a, Have you seen the movie Tag? Oh, his and that one just recently. I don't know what other stuff he's been in, but yeah, I liked him in New Girl. Hey, Glipclops, what's up? I'm Ernie Yeh, and I'm one of the hosts of Talk Mary to Me, and I'm here to tell you about another show that I happen to host called Strange Talk. It's a podcast dedicated to all things strange, from paranormal stories to missing children and disappearances to mysterious cold cases to serial killers so if you enjoy all that why not look up and search on your popular podcast platform and wherever you get your podcast from strange talk again that's strange talk now back to the show Yep. Well, I guess that's all the time we have for today. We have lives to live and we have responsibilities. So unfortunately, this is where we say so long. Good night. Avita Zane. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> all right. But also, too, so, uh, you know, why don't you just plug your podcast? You, you and Crystal have a podcast. Why don't you plug it? Plug it for all our listeners that listen to. Talk nerdy to us. Talk nerdy to me. What do you mean, plug it? I don't know. <laughs> it's like fucking. It's just. It's just talk. It's just talk. Like plug your show. Plug your TV ad. Plug your commercial. Just plug your podcast. What's your podcast? Give us. Give the listeners <laughs> some info. <laughs> what the fuck's a plug? The last thing I learned a plug was a fucking plug walk. That fucking song where the drug dealer fucking carries the fucking drugs. I have no idea what you just said, but I love it. <laughs> no, the, the song that came out on the radio, Plug Walk, where it's about a drug dealer like carrying them drugs in their butt or something. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. Like, never... plug your podcast? Like, I put them in my butt? <laughs> I never heard that song. It's interesting. I have to look it up. It's now. all over Power 106. But yeah, uh, the podcast that we're doing is uh, Session Share, I believe. It's, my wife started it. That's why I'm like kind of remembering exactly what <laughs> yeah we, we uh we talk about uh stoner thoughts in the sense like anything that has to really do related to weed and cannabis and yeah i think that's pretty much what we just started i think we only have like three or four episodes yeah so you guys are still fresh but if you enjoy getting high which i enjoy getting high i know obviously rib sauce enjoys getting high so check it I out. Live high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you were to just—that's why he can't donate blood because he's just constantly high. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my blood is no longer a positive; it's THC positive. <laughs> I was about to say that. Like, imagine, like you don't even bleed blood. You probably just bleed fucking bud. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fucking reclaim that comes out. <laughs> I cut myself and take a dab. I think we could probably dab off your fucking blood and we get high. <laughs> Uh, all right so yeah so if you enjoy (laughs) all things fucking the ganj the marijuana the fucking weed the devil's lettuce (laughs) (laughs) if you enjoy all that then check out uh sesh and share so you can learn some stuff about rib sauce and his lovely wife christelle yeah yeah all right so till next time don't forget, uh, Talk Nerdy to Me is a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, I know it's supposed to be a bi-weekly podcast, and for you diehard nerd fans that have been with us from the beginning, well, technically it was only me in the beginning, but now it's turned into me, Rib Sauce, and sometimes um, our uh, most America's Most Wanted uh, criminal, uh, <laughs> Captain Redbeard, he's wanted in the tri-state <laughs> areas because his massive pack just rips women apart, so... Again, for you single ladies, uh, 
Captain Redbeard, he's also like known as Noah. Yeah, he's like the Punisher. He will punish that vagina. He will punish that vagina. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, so it's supposed to be a bi-weekly podcast, but sometimes, you know, we get busy. I have another podcast myself, which you guys should already know by now, which it is. And uh, Rib Sauce also has a podcast with his wife now, which is Session Share. So go and check them out. Um, so, you know, we get busy doing other things, but we try when we have the time, which we're doing right now, for your lovely ear pussies. So, so, till next time, there will be a next time. Alright, later dudes. Later.